What's up, what's up, what's up? What's going on, family? This is Flint Hatchet, and this is the Better as Possible podcast. Man, tonight we are going live. I have an interview, special interview. Tonight we have Mr. Kyle King joining. Tonight we are interviewing. Tonight, interviewing Kyle King. Man, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now. Special. This is gonna be a special interview right now. This dude has a lot of he has a lot of knowledge. You're gonna love his story. Make sure you get a pen and a pad, take some notes because this could potentially help change your life. Look at your life a little bit differently. Appreciate your life a lot. Um and make make your life the best life. Man, hey I see H Town. Check in. What's going on, brother? Thank you for tuning in to the Better as Possible Podcast. Woo! Kyle King in the house. What's going on, Kyle King? Interviewing Kyle King tonight. Easy Breedings. Shout out to Easy Breedings, man. Very excited. Very, throw the big H's, man. Very excited for this show tonight, man. Um, college football is back. Big blessings, no stressing. Tune in. Tune in. I'm going to talk about football a lot, man. Uh, podcast turned to radio show. Tune in to the Better as Possible show each and every Thursday on BFAM 109.6. We're going to talk a little bit of sports. We're going to talk a lot about sports. It's not your average sports show. Talk a lot about sports. Talk a lot about life. At the end of the day, the model still remains the same. Better as possible. The Better as Possible podcast is brought to you by, sponsored by, Easy Breedings and Dream Team Kennel. Um, If you're looking for the best Frenchies, if you're looking for the best American bullies, if you're looking for the best exotic bullies in the nation, yes, the nation, Easy Breedings and Dream Team Kennels has them. I'm talking about structure. I'm talking about pet friendly. I'm talking about temperament is on A1. Temperament on A1. And if you need your dog trained, Easy Breedings has them. You have a certified master dog trainer on staff. Easy Breedings, Dream Team Kennels, the official sponsor of the Better as Possible podcast. Get you a dog. If you're looking for a Frenchie, they got them. If you're looking for an American bully, ooh, yes, they got them too. And an exotic bully, they look real good. They got them there too. Easy Breedings and Dream Team Kennel. If you're not following them, you need to follow them now. Let's go. We are about to jump into a, a special interview for me, man. This is one of my one of my guys right here, man. Really, really intellectual guy. Got, has a lot of knowledge and is going to share his story. Also going to share a lot of tips and tricks on how to continue to... I ain't even going to do that. I'm, I'm going to let Kyle do his thing. I ain't going to do it to him. I'm going to interview him with Kyle King. Now we are. And if you got a hey, tell a friend and tell a friend to tune in each and every Monday, this is the better as possible podcast each and every Monday at 10 p.m. Like I told you before, radio show, I mean, bet, podcast turn radio show. So two shows in a week, Mondays and Thursdays on Thursday night, better as possible show at Truist Park. Man, big God, big blessings came from. Came from being on live with y'all, turned into me doing a radio show at, at uh, Truest Park. You can't tell me better. It ain't possible. Man, not your average sports show. So tune in each and every Thursday. BFAM 109.6. Better is possible. The model always remains the same. Denise Davis in the building. How's it going? 
How's it going? Big blessings. No stressing. I know, hey, I know you're getting to your goals. I hope y'all all are getting to y'all goals. I hope y'all ate good. Y'all chill with your family. You had a good time. I'm glad y'all tuned in tonight. We're going to have us a good, we're going to have us a special interview tonight. I'm over here trying to find interview. Very excited. Um, college football is back. Y'all see the colors I'm rocking. I don't care what nobody say. Florida State look good. I ain't gonna talk too much about it. Florida State look good. So, so anybody who want to talk crazy, yeah, we lost some overtime on that. Florida State look real good. We gonna talk about it on Thursday. Tune in to the Better as Possible show on BFAN 109.6. I don't care what nobody say. I'm not gonna do it with y'all tonight. But just know, I'm wearing these colors for a reason. Better is possible. Florida State, y'all know, it's on it's on its way. <laughs> We're going to get Kyle on here in just a second. Tell your friends to tune in. This is going to be a special one right here. Tune in. Got a special guest in Kyle King, man. Um, very knowledgeable. And I, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this conversation, not only because this is, this is a, a good dude, but y'all need to hear his story and how he changed his life around and uh, the blessings started falling down like rain. He got his hands up out his pockets and started catching these blessings. And it's been going it's been going strong for a long time, man. The, the man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Kyle King is in the building. What's yeah, yeah. going on, brother? Hey, man, I'm blessed and highly favored. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, sir. Man, I can hear you loud and clear, brother. How are you doing? I'm amazing, man. I'm amazing. It's been a, it's been a strong start to the month, so I'm definitely excited um, what September has to offer, for sure. Big blessings, no stressing, man. Kyle King. Kyle King, bro, I appreciate you taking the time out to join, uh, join me on the Better as Possible podcast, brother. Um, be before we jump into it, I've, I've been telling people, hey, Kyle King is, is a special dude, man. He has a lot of knowledge. Um, they need to get their pins in their pads, right? Because this conversation is, it has the potential to help elevate their lives, man, because the knowledge that you bring, conversation that we're about to have. But for the better as possible family, can you, can you tell them who Kyle King is, man? Who, uh, who is Kyle King? That's a great question. So <clears throat> I don't believe in living by titles. Um, mm. I'm a man of my faith. I'm a father to a beautiful five-year-old son that just started kindergarten two weeks ago. And if there's one title that I do like to assume, it's a, I'm a vessel. And I believe that every gift that I've been given through God, I try to create opportunities for other people. Um, who, who am I professionally? Um, I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur, um, seven-time author, uh, best-selling author. Um, I've built an organization that has expanded all the way to the UK all the way to Germany, um, all the way to Asia. And we've helped 30,000 students across the world um, learn entrepreneurship, information technology, real estate, and, um, and financial literacy. And I truly believe that my biggest gift is my ability to problem solve, find the necessary problem, and create a solution through my power of relationships. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's all about creating opportunities for other people. So yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Yes, I'm an author. Yes, I'm a father, um, but I don't operate in this this concept of being a noun. Um, right. And what I mean by that is, you know, 
if we can dance, we're supposed to be a dancer. If we can sing, we're supposed to be a singer. That's not me, man. I, I definitely believe in um, taking advantage of opportunities, um, mm -hmm. being able to reinvent yourself and redesign yourself every, you know, every time you feel the need to. And when you do reinvent yourself, you have to you have to establish an opportunity to empower other people in their own light as well. So it's a little bit about what I do, man. Man, I mean, I'm such a such a, a dope intro. I couldn't I couldn't have did that for you, brother. I, I'm appreciative <laughs> because what you just said just empowers so many, right? And and for the simple fact that I'm a strong believer in not putting a cap on your blessing, mm. right? So having such titles, right? And if you're saying, oh, I'm this, like you said, hey, if you're a singer, you sing. But if you're, you're a singer and you can write songs too, why not, right? If you're a singer and you can dance as well, why not do that as well, right? Or why not teach classes on how other people can sing? Like, don't, don't limit yourself. And what you, just, what you just expressed was, man, I don't put a cap on any of my blessings not anything man whatever opportunity can come my way i can capitalize on it right because of of the blessings that's in me i'm not afraid to fail i'm not afraid to try right and if i have to dust myself off i will learn grow and develop from there so kyle king man very special individual man um you are an hbcu grad definitely done more research you're an HBCU grad, man. Shouts out to support black colleges because uh, Savannah State in the house and you have Alabama A&M? Yeah, so Alabama A&M, graduate of 2016. Um, had a dual degree in finance and international business. Um, I definitely believe anybody that's listening right now um, take advantage of an opportunity to go to an HBCU because it teaches you more. Um, it's just more than a college experience. It's I truly believe that my HBCU created the leader that I am today, um, mm. helped me understand the importance of who I am as a black male um, in America. Um, it's helped me understand the importance of how to be intentional um, with raising a black son in America. And all of my success, you know, I've heard a quote one time that, um, you know, I may have not went to an Ivy League school, but all of my employees went to Ivy League schools. And I've built a business that I now have people that work for me that went to PWIs. Right. Um, so it's not necessarily about going to a PWI. Um, I definitely give a lot of credit to Alabama A&M University for creating me to be the man that I am today. No, but salute, to, to, salute to HBCUs in general, man. Um, I know the motto from, from Savannah State University is you can get anywhere from here, right? Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter where you come from if you go to savannah state university you can get anywhere from here right yeah. I, I had friends that are doctors friends that are lawyers friends that worked in the white house I, you know what i'm saying like from savannah state university it does give you a different type of um chip on your shoulder when you go to an hbcu right and everybody's family everybody's connected and everybody's striving for for greatness in a sense um yeah. so definitely would support the calls when it goes down to if you're choosing the college, there's nothing like the HBCU experience. No matter where you go, there's nothing like the HBCU experience. Um, from your your upbringing at an HBCU and, and um, transferring from there, how did Kyle King become this serial entrepreneur? Yeah, so I tell people. How did you even envision that? Coming from an Alabama A&M, you're like, bro, I'm, I'm just going to take over the world. How did you do that, Kyle? 
No, for sure. I tell people all the time that I, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, interestingly, I got pushed into entrepreneurship. Um, and I believe that God has a way to show you more than you've been exposed to. Um, so when I was in college in 2013, I had the opportunity of abroad in Ghana. And I went over there with this American, um, Americanized view of, of Africans. And what I realized is that I was very ignorant because these were some of the most brilliant students that I ever had engaged with in my life, mm. but at the fundamental resources. And they had this, they looked at as education as a privilege, not just as a right, similar to how American students look at it. And that's why we don't take advantage of it. So when I came back to America, I wanted to be the first to build international programs um, as a college student to be able to build a school in Ghana. Um, I talked to my father and he was like, you need to research what's going on here in America first before you actually go abroad because our students are struggling with the same things right here in the States. Did some research, volunteered, served some schools and I was like, dang, we are struggling with the same thing. So that's when I started my first nonprofit. We ended up generating $100,000 within a few months in funding. And I realized very quickly mm -hmm. that, yes, I may have been an entrepreneur, but I didn't understand business because we didn't know how to manage the money. Mm -hmm. um, fast forward, graduated college, got fired from my first job out of college because I was leveraging um, the corporate credit card to be able to grow my entrepreneurial endeavors and hey, hey, um, well, well, hey that, you a hustler boy Come on, i was boy. hustling man <laughs> so it, say, I, I went to the streets to make this work I'm not yeah, yeah. Uh, from an integrity standpoint it wasn't right um right. And I really quickly and that's why i've built a business now off of off the importance of integrity but long long behold um got it got in front of mentors um wrote my first book we generated twenty thousand dollars in the first 30 days once i launched it Right. And the rest was history from there. Um, built this online platform, opened up two enrichment centers here in Charlotte. Um, and we've been growing and grinding since then. And one of the biggest things that I give a lot of credit to my success is relationships. I've always found a way to getting myself in the room with people that are much better than me. Um, mm -hmm. My class isn't just, you know, I don't just hang out with millionaires and billionaires. Yes, I can put them on the phone, but people that are more spiritually in tune people that are really strong fathers, people that are really strong in their marriage, people that are just people that I envision my life to be like in the next five to 10 years. Right. So I to fast track my success financially, um, personally, professionally, spiritually, because I've surrounded myself around people that I don't just look up to, but that empower me to be a better man, but also hold me accountable when I fall short. Mm. So that's kind of a, you know, a multitude of experiences that I've went through has helped me shape in myself or cultivate the entrepreneur within me. But it means nothing if I'm not empowering other people as well. Man, that's big. That's bars right there, brother. Um, having, having the, the gut to say, you know what, basically I'm not where I want to be, but I see what I, what I desire. I got a, I got a big vision of what I want. And I'm okay with learning from a guru. At times, most people are are scared. They have that fear, like, "Oh man, I'm not I'm not there yet." But I, I want to be in that circle. But I don't. I'm, I'm kind of timid. What makes you just jump out there and 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 fly? I don't think they're timid. I think what they're. 
um, I don't think people are timid. I think they're selfish. And mm. like people are selfish because you know you're not good enough. You know you don't know the answer. You know you don't have the strategies. But you're continuing to rely on your method that you know is not working when you know that you could invest in something else, but your ego and your pride won't allow you to because you don't want to be seen as not being the expert in the room. And that's why I've all... <laughs> I'm out. Hey, I told you, a better is possible family. And anybody who's, who's jumping in, Kyle, I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, I had to put a timeout on there. If y'all don't have a pen and a pad right now in your hands, he, he just went so crazy just then. I had to, I had to, hey, you know when, it, when it's getting out of hand, when the scores start getting out of hand, you got to call a timeout, guys. Word, word. It, he was getting out of hand. If y'all wasn't writing fast enough, I, I just gave you a break so you can catch up. But <laughs> you're going crazy. Go ahead, Kyle, please. No, you for, just, you just, for the people in the back, he said it right there. Say it again. No, for the people in the back who wasn't listening. Go ahead, Kyle. The reason that you're not jumping, taking on mentorship is because you're selfish. And you know you don't have the strategy. You know you don't know the technique. You know you don't you know, know the answer. But your ego and your pride and your selfishness is, is diminishing and delaying your success. Mm -hmm. um, you want to just ask for help. And I'm going to say this. I ask for help because if I get the strategies quicker, the people that I'm impacting can be moved forward quicker. But if I continue mm -hmm. to live in my ego and then have a falsehood of empowerment, then you're a fraud. And mm -hmm. I don't think a fraud because if you're saying that you're empowering people, but you don't have the results of the receipts, then that's not real impact. That's a character flaw. So mm -hmm. just say that I'm being impactful. I don't want to just say that I'm making money. I want to be able to have the receipts to show it. So back up for a second. So I was at the house um, earlier with a few of my guys and my guy, um, I was explaining to him that $10,000 a month is, is nothing, right? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, man, I same question. What do you mean? So then I pulled out my phone uh -huh. and I told him that we've made in the first five days, $22,000 of the month. Mm -hmm. Right. And I showed him, I said, this is how we do it. And he was like, yo, how do you do that? And then I was like, I I'm going to teach you. But he was willing to receive the message. But right then and there, he changed the invoice that he sent to a company that was trying to bring him on. And mm -hmm. I say to just throw a receipt out not to just talk you know i'm not arrogant by far right but I, because you have to have the results and the receipts to truly empower people because now it shows them that it's possible that's but all you need to do you're selfish and you're being egotistic and you have no receipts no results and you don't want to grow in your own right you're not going to truly be able to empower people mm. because what people truly need is uh, I mean, you can you can talk all day, but you have to be able to show it, right? Exactly. It, it, we just talked about college football, right? You just talked about some numbers, right? You say, hey, man, I can do this. I'm the best at this, right? But when it comes down to it, if, if you if they throw the ball your way, you're not catching, are you going to call it on? All right, okay, you're just a good talker. But if you're saying, hey, man, 10,000 is, is, is really easy, man. That's easy money, brother. His perspective changed when you really showed him, oh, 20 piece right here? Now I have, I have the knowledge and I can look and say, here's my reference. Not as, as at first, it, was, it wasn't even fathomable. He was just saying 10,000, that's a lot, right? But the what he did was change his perspective, but it probably changed his life. 
the crazy thing that I think a lot of people don't understand, right, is when you want to start a new business or you want to do anything new, mm -hmm. you're not the best, right? You're, you're really not. I don't care how good you think you are, but there's a reason that certain people are doing what they're doing and you're not doing what you're doing. Right. Um, the reason. And if you look at who is the best in the specific industries, they're not a somebody that's 20 and they're not somebody that's 30. They're probably not somebody that's 40, right? They've been doing this for 10 to 20 years and they've been failing for probably 80% of that time. And then they figured out a formula that worked. The problem with a lot of people is that this microwave generation expects that when I launch a new business, when I get in a new relationship, when I create a new um, opportunity that it's supposed to just be successful just because I want it to be. Right. But take you, it, it says in the scripture that no, no, um, no weapons formed against me shall prosper. That True. doesn't mean that weapons won't form. That just means they won't prosper. But if you give up when the weapons are formed, nothing will prosper. Not in your life, not in your business, not in your relationships. See, right. a lot of people want a great, a lot of people want the wedding they want the engagement, but they don't want the, the marriage. A yeah, lot of the, the marriage, the marriage ain't, they ain't cut out for it. They just want to look good, right? And they want to be called an entrepreneur, but they don't want to create SOPs. Mm -hmm. They want that sexy job, but they don't want the actual activity or the responsibilities that come with it. Come so anybody that is trying to do something, you have to first ask yourself, yes, you may want that, but do I also want the responsibilities that come with it? Right. Yes want that really successful woman but do you want all of the responsibilities that it's going to take to continue to provide and you know for her right. yes you want that man that is that athlete but are you willing to actually handle the lifestyle that comes with it yes you may want that success but every single thing in success has certain activities and responsibilities that come with it and if you're not if you're not committed to that you're not really going to be able to achieve success in anything right. No, no, you're you're hitting it dead on me because at the end of the day, you have to look at the big picture, not the not just the puzzle pieces and be like, ooh, this is ooh, this got potential to look good, but the big picture is going to show you everything, right? And are you are you really willing to take on everything? Mm. Because everybody everybody knows it, right? It's, success isn't easy. It's going to have some good. It's going to have some bad. It's going to have some ugly. But what is it, but it's worth it if you have your why, if you have something that you, is bigger than you. You're not being the selfish person and, and leaving with ego, but you're saying, man, I, I want to create something for my family, for my community. It's way bigger than me, and I'm willing to see this big picture all the way through, right? Exactly. So how, how does one do that? How does one really like hunker down and go through that process where they're able to see the big picture and continue to move forward, regardless of the obstacles that may come their way. It's crazy, bro. Cause I was on a podcast earlier today and a young mm -hmm. lady, me, she was like, um, she's a holistic uh, practitioner and the three steps that she gave. And I actually posted about this earlier. She said, number one, you got to be able to write your vision down, right? In the next 12 months, what do you want? Like, really, what do you really want? What do you, where are you? And if you could see yourself 12 months from now, where are you? Close your eyes and really travel to where you are. What do you, who are you around? What are you doing? What type of money do you have in your account? All these different things. You first have to create the vision, right? Right. Is that you have to create and align yourself with the vibrations and frequencies and relationships that will, it will take to be able to get to that. Mm -hmm. Three 
is what are the activity, what are the action steps that are necessary for you to become that, right? So let's say that I wanted to be able to own a private jet in the next 12 months and I want to be this global speaker, but you don't speak. <laughs> it's impossible. Let's right. say I want to be CEO of this company. You don't even have an LLC yet. Let's say I want to be married. You're still out here uh, being a You're in these streets. You're, in, you're still in these streets. So again, I want you to first envision what you want. I don't care right. if you got watch a movie and figure it out or go on Instagram and start um, screenshotting shots. I want you to really write down and visualize what you want. I want you to write it on paper, right? And then I want you to think about, okay, what are all of the responsibilities that it takes to be able to create these, this type of life? Okay. Then three is, okay, with all of these responsibilities, what types of books do I need to read? What types of people do I need to connect with? Who are the leaders within this industry? Who are the people that are already doing this? And what does their daily activity and their schedule look like so that I can be able to mirror that? Because success leaves clues. And if you don't follow clues, you're going to end up lost. That's like going outside, driving in your car on a half a tank, not having a destination with a blindfold on. You're going to end up running out of gas or crashing into somebody. And that's a lot of people's lives right now. They right. have no destination. They have no clue of where they're going. They're just driving a vehicle blindfolded and that's why they continue to crash in relationships that's why right. they continue to fail in business that's why they're unhappy in all of these different opportunities because they're not aligned with the gps and if you want to operate in a gps you have to understand your gift your passion and the uh -huh. success with any gps is the experience or education that you've already had when you bind your gifts your passions and your experiences together and right. you connect those dots that's how you identify that vision and then create the action steps moving forward. Man, man. If y'all didn't, if, please tell me that y'all are writing this down, right? This, Kyle just gave you a, a, a play that you need to be running for your success, right? Exactly. If you want to score, if you want to score in life, if you want to be successful in life, that simple play can help change your life by just adding that to, to, your, to your life, right? Really envisioning what you want, because it, like you said, Kyle, hey, you getting in the car blindfolded and you don't even know where you want to go. But each and every day you wake up and you put on the blindfold instead of saying, hey, this is my destination. This is what I'm truly working towards. This is what I truly want out of life. And I'm going to start working towards that. Everything else is a distraction unless it's helping to push me in the right direction of getting to what I want out of life, right? And too often, and I, I had this conversation with my brother uh, not too long ago, too often people are, are okay with wasting time, not understanding the true value that time brings, right? Time only moves in one direction, it don't go back. Don't ever go backwards. Only if you're taking a picture, you can reflect back, but you, you're not going back there anymore. Time's still moving forward. So if you're wasting time, wasting time, <laughs> you're, you're losing. Yo, I think Jay-Z said it on the new Drake album. He said, everybody knows the cost. Everybody knows the cost of everything or the price of everything, but the value of nothing. Ooh. Right? So you know the cost and the price of, of your shoes. You know the price of all these different things that you have. But all of the time that it took you to get all of those things that you priced out, you wasted. So you really don't know the value of time. Mm -hmm. You don't really know the value of money. You don't know the value of relationships. And what is the cost really costing you, right? So I'm going to put it out in perspective like this. So my, my mother 
was pregnant at 13 years old with my sister, didn't have a father, grew up in Jersey City projects. Hmm. And now she's grown to run Volvo cars with no college degree, starting off as a secretary, and she's the only black executive, right? Hey, hey, so hey, bruh. <laughs> What? I, hey, you almost made me throw a flag on the play. You just Literally. made you crazy. Can you say that? Pregnant at 13? Yeah, bro. She was pregnant with my older sister at 13 years old, gave birth, birth at 14 from the projects. No father, mother that was in and out. And she's now grown with no college degree to run Volvo Cars of North America, right? Hey, man, I need so much love in this chat right now because right. that right there is is beyond amazing at what she accomplished. And that just lets you know that, that, that there's nothing that you can't do if you put your mind to it. And check, so my father, ahead, oh my, my, father was, my father was one of 13. His mother passed when he was seven, never had a father. But now he's built communities in the state of Georgia, right? So I come from a, I come from a bloodline of, of resiliency and operating from a place of excellence. So right. when I lost my first son at birth, when I lost the girl that I was supposed to propose to, when I came to Charlotte and had to live in my boy's extra bedroom on an air mattress with my one-year-old son, wow. when I lost my first $100,000 in business, when I got fired from my first job out of college, Come all on. of it taught me a lesson. It taught me how to be resilient. It taught me how to in in become better. So all of the excuses that all of y'all are saying all of the different things that are stopping y'all, all of the circumstances that y'all are staying in, I'm telling you, your circumstance is not your conclusion. And you can create and recreate and redesign the life that you want. All you got to do is ask for it and work towards it. I guarantee mm -hmm. So I went from zero in 30, 40, $50,000 in debt to $50,000 in one account. I went from working jobs that I wasn't appreciative of from now hiring people to be able to give them opportunities. I went from places where I couldn't even read books growing up to now being able to say that I'm a seven time best selling author and I've sold thousands of books. So let me tell y'all something. Come all on. The different excuses that y'all are saying, all of these reasons that you're not doing it, all of this I got pregnant early or I'm, I lost my business partner, or I lost my mom, or I lost my dad, or I can't figure it out. When you realize and you relinquish your power and your sense of control, and you right. give control to God, and then you start really humbling yourself and going to get a mentor, I guarantee, I guarantee that everybody on this call, everybody listening in right now will be successful. Man, man. When it's the only option, it's the only option. Facts. When you remove the excuses, Kyle, you you going you going crazy. And bro, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. This is this is needed, right? This is needed not only for the better as possible family, but the world needs to hear this, and the world's going to hear this. But the fact of the matter is, you're saying, bro, remove all excuses. We all know obstacles are going to come. That's life, right? But no. Deep down inside, regardless of any obstacle, success is my only option. I'm taking a test, <laughs> and there is no A, B, C, D. It's only A, success. I'm going to find it. I got to go get it. I don't care what whatever comes my way. I have to go get it, right? And, and what you're saying is, bro, I've been down. My parents have been down before, right? But through it all, 
still found success, still showed me what perseverance looked like, still showed me, regardless of any situation, you can pick yourself up. Don't make excuses when you fall down. Don't stay down when you fall down. Pick yourself up each and every time and understand that these obstacles are just obstacles. They're temporary. They're speed bumps. That don't mean stop sign. That don't mean red light. What it truly means is get over the hump and keep on going towards your destination, right? And what they have, what they have accomplished has instilled something in you and it's lit a fire in my, it, from, from my perspective, it has lit a fire that will never go out. Mm-mm. Will never go out. I how can't. Do you, how does one find a flame like so that's going to continue to push them regardless of any situation? I'm going to tell you, bro. If I ask you, um, if I ask you to get up tomorrow morning with me and mm-hmm. 12 mile run, but we can't stop for breaks or anything, would you do it? Yeah, let's go. Okay, if I said let's go run 30 miles, would you do it? No break? No breaks. Would you just run the whole time? Whole time, bro. You would think you would think about I'd it. I'd be right? like, bro, that's crazy right there. You would think but about I, it. But we could walk it. <laughs> so let me ask you this question. Talk let to me. You got a little one, right? Yeah, I got two. Okay. So let's <laughs> say uh, your, your kids got kidnapped and they were 30 miles from your location and yeah, all let's your- go. Yeah, let's go. With, with would, the, yeah, would let's you, go. Yeah, let's go. Uh, running would you have time to feel your fatigue no nah. you see what happens when you operate from a place of unselfishness you see uh-huh. what operate from Boy, a- you got me you got me he got me y'all yes right and anybody that's on this call if you can't find the motivation think about your grandmother that's been struggling think about mm-hmm. your parents that's been struggling think about your kids that need you think about the mentees that look up to you think about the people the sister the brother that needs you right because if you don't do it who else will if you don't accomplish your goal if you don't accomplish your gift and your dream how will the other people that are requiring you that need you to do it how will they feel what will they have you are probably the only hope in your parents life in your grandmother's life in your kids life how will they feel so when you operating from a place like yo it's not just about me i'm not gonna run this 30 miles but i'm gonna run this 30 miles for my kid today i'm not gonna run miles but my mom needs me to run this 30 miles i'm not gonna run this 30 miles but my older my younger sister what she's been going through she gonna need me struggle i'm I'm gonna make it to the finish line yo i will not stop bro i can't i'm all i see is winning all i see is winning and all i see is winning because that's all i want my son to see that's all I want my mentees to see. That's all I want my my uh, my older sister to see. That's all I want my mom to see. We are the last hope for our parents living their dreams. Right. If we think about it, our parents ain't getting no younger. They, it's the average life expectancy. I think is 72, 73 years old. So if you think about that, right? How old are your parents? Let's say they're sixty-five. That's seven years. That's seven more years, and you out here playing, talking about I'll start my business in five. Man, you better get out of here. My parents will live their dreams while I'm here. Hey, hey, if y'all not taking no notes, you missing the big picture. Kyle is going crazy. He, I'm, I'm fired up. I feel like I need to go like running right now. You know what I'm saying? You got me, you got me fired up over here because it is different when you put it like that. When you realize it's not about you and it's so much bigger. Right? When you're saying, bro, this is about your kids. 
your kids are watching you. This morning, I did I did four miles with my son, right? He got tired of me pushing him in his little stroller, right? So he got out, he walked with me. He came back and took a nap for like three, four hours. He was done, right? But the fact of the matter was, it was like, hey, we're going to do these four miles. My son's he's 15 months. He, he, he got tired of the stroller, bro. I'm Let's walk. I'm going to walk with you, Dad. I want to push the stroller myself, right? But the thing was, hey, bro, we're going to get up. We're going to get up in the mornings. This is what we do. We get our walking. We get our running. We get some type of exercise. We get moving. We talk to God like we pray. This is what we do. This is bonding with us. But at the same time, you need to, it's, it's, it's establishing something. It's showing you that, hey, there's nothing wrong with getting up and getting out and, and being consistent at doing something good. Because being consistent at doing something good will turn you into something great, right? Having, having the, the mindset of each and every morning, I'm accomplishing something, regardless of what comes my way, sets you on a trajectory that nobody can stop. Facts. It seems like each and every morning, you have a goal list. You have something that you're going to be accomplishing, Kyle. What is that? What is that? average day look like for Kyle? I'm going to tell you, bro. I'm going to tell you exactly. So anybody on here right now that needs to know, like, your your champion's che checklist. Shout out to my boy George Achenpong for putting me on this. I literally live by a calendar. I live by a schedule. Come Every on. morning at 5 a.m., I run four miles. 5.45 to 7 a.m., I shower, eat breakfast, affirmations, and daily planning. 7 a.m. to 7.30, I'm focusing on my daily activity and my performance goals for the day. 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., I'm checking on my team. 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., I'm responding to all emails and all my LinkedIn messages. At 9.30, I eat meal number two. At 10, I'm either on Instagram or, or I go live. 11, or, or, uh, 11 to 12, I'm focusing on my podcast. On uh, 12.30 to 1, meal number three. 1 o'clock, I got a standing meeting every single day. 2 o'clock to 215 is another post on Instagram or I'm engaging on Instagram. Number four, I mean, four o'clock, eat meal number four, 430 to 530, I'm working out. Six o'clock, I'm on back on Instagram. Nine o'clock, read a book, read a one chapter of a book. Right. 10 o'clock, daily journal and reflection and go to bed every day, every day, Monday through Sunday through Saturday, every single day. It's the hey. same. And all of the slots in the middle, that's time with business or, or all of that. But let me tell you something. At Talk five o'clock, I'm shutting it down because that's my son's time. And the weeks that he's not with me, that's my time. Man. Every day, I'm a machine. And I'm not just a machine and I'm not balanced. This is like, I made time to eat. I made time right. to sleep. I made time to go work out. I made time to get on. Like, you can do everything if it's on your schedule. But the reason that you're not doing everything is because you haven't scheduled it. You don't have a, a performance problem. You have a time management problem. Let's go. You're not procrastinating. You just don't have purpose. You don't know your priorities. And that's the same in your finances too. You do have money to invest in that course, but you want to eat at Chick-fil-A and Chipotle more than your marketing budget. And he owns somebody. He, he talking to somebody out there in that company. He owns somebody. You have time for that girlfriend. You have time for that relationship. You yeah. have time. You just didn't schedule it in. Mm. It's just not 40 in this season. Gems. Kyle, I'm guilty. I'm guilty, bro. I'm learning so much right now. And I'm appreciative. I knew this conversation was going to be 
it was going to be something that was going to help level people up, level the better as possible family up, but not only. Every time I talk with you, Kai, I learn something, I grow. There's, there's, there's that, that, that feeling, man. So thank you so much, man. I appreciate you because what you're saying right now is gems that can help change people's lives. I, I'm gonna have to get that schedule. I'm gonna have to work on that schedule because that's that's one of my that's one of my things that I need to be working on. Um, and I, I'm seeing the benefits of waking up early in the morning, putting that. Hey, you wake up at this time, go get your workout. Right, come back, drink your waters. You drinking your gallon of water uh, a day. But being disciplined and having that structure is helping to give me peace, right? Instead of feeling that, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do that. It's like, all right, I've, I've done this. I'm doing this. This comes next. You know, you, you feel more at peace. Um, and I'm still learning the process, but I'm seeing the benefits of doing it. Um, and and what you just said was like, hey, I I need that so uh, very much. So um, another thing that you that you mentioned, man, um, earlier earlier in our conversation, you're like, man, connecting people, and you're good at connecting people. The way Kyle and I got connected, serendipity. I'll just say it like that, man. Um, I remember, and I'm an avid listener to this podcast. The Social Proof Podcast, David Shans and Donnie. Yeah, Donnie Wiggins, shout out. Donnie Wiggins, shout out to them, man. Shans, really cool dude. I remember meeting him um, a while back before he even dropped his, his first book. Um, he was speaking at a, um, it was a, it was a signing party when your college, your high school athletes were signing their letters of intent to go play college. And um, I was the, the reporter out there. I was pretty much interviewing all the athletes yeah. and he was a guest speaker. And I remember connecting with him right there. So been, been a fan of his uh, for a long time, but I heard your podcast and I was like, dang, this is a cool dude. I saved your podcast because <laughs> I was like, bro, he dropped so many gems. I got to go back and listen to it. I've listened to it over five, six times, right? So we get connected because of Mod. Shout out to Mod and Active Dad, right? So so Active Dad, great, great organization out, based out in the Charlotte area, um, supporting the cause when it comes down to active fathers, right? You don't hear so much about active fathers in, um, in society and communities, things of that nature, because... I don't know. It's overshadowed, right? Or it's always had, there's always negative connotation and just changing the narrative is so much important. Um, so you have my connected, connected us, right? Still didn't know Kyle King was Kyle King. I just knew the name sound familiar. And then mod puts us together. We do a presentation for father's day for active fathers. Right. And he, he pairs Kyle and I together. And like I said, serendipity, because once you start putting those those keys together, it was like, all right, this is Kyle from the podcast, which I saved, and now we're connected. Nice. Never knew that I was going to connect with you, but I'm I'm blessed in how we connected. Move even further, our storylines match up, right? You mentioned that you lost your son. I lost my son, Reese, my first son, right? Never got an answer. Fell into deep depression. Fell into, you know, felt like you lost everything right that's the one of the worst feelings in the world but having somebody who can have the similar conversation right the, having that person where 
hey, bro, you've been through the same thing I've been through. How did you make it? Exactly. How did you push yourself through? Like, how did you find a way in a wheel to <clears throat> turn into this? Yeah, I remember the first time that I spoke publicly on the effects of losing my first son, Braxton. Um, it was tough, but at the same moment, it was refreshing. Mm. And me speaking publicly on it gave me the ability to being able to finally move forward. And I think so many times we don't, we feel things, we experience things, but we never take the time to actually feel those things. Okay. And until we really speak up about it, whether it be to a therapist, whether it be to a friend, whether it be to a family member, or whether it be publicly, it doesn't allow us to, <clears throat> to truly, it, it doesn't allow us to really be empowered by it because we're hiding behind it. Okay. Oh, so that's deep right there though. How I got through my my situation is first I wrote it in my first book um, that did really well. And at my first book signing, I spoke about it publicly and I saw how the audience responded to it. And I was like, wow. And they cried and we embraced with hugs and I didn't cry because I felt like I did it. Mm -hmm. Feeling of an accomplishment versus um, a feeling of shame. And I think oftentimes we hide behind our feelings. We hide behind by, we hide behind our trauma because right. we feel shameful instead of really being able to empower someone else's journey by being vulnerable. Wow. So I wrote it in my first book. I started to speak about it publicly. And then I started to learn why I felt so deeply about it. And it was really just because I was really excited to be a father. And wow. was so excited. And I was not that father or that man that was like, oh, God, I had my first kid young. All night. I was really excited. One of the best films in the world. Uh, at that moment, I asked God, I was like, God, if you, if you allow me to have a child ever again, I will never let you down. Mm -hmm. And when I look at my son Carter today, and when I see him, and when I hold him, and when I talk to him, and when I walk with him, and when I drop him off at school, or when I pick him up, when I watch him play basketball, when I have him in the kitchen with me to cook, whether we sit in our living room and watch TV together, it's probably the most proud of a man that I ever have been because I know that I've been very successful in life, but I have not been this successful. I, I don't think I've ever accomplished as much more than how I've been able to be an amazing father to my son. That's, that's and that's what I'm most proud of. And I'm most proud of that because of not just the stereotypes of fathers, but because I honored the commitment that I made to God and continuing to bless me with an amazing son and an amazing relationship with his mother and an amazing opportunity to show him the world through the ability to be an entrepreneur. Man, that's, that's so big, bro, because that, your, your first son lit, lit that flame, right? Yeah. And you made that problem, you made that covenant. Hey, God, I know you hear me. 
you see me going through what I'm going through. You give me another opportunity, I'll make the most out of it. And what you're doing right now is truly changing the narrative. Your son won't look at things the same way. His perspective has changed forever, right? And he doesn't, I mean, I see I see the pictures, I see the posts and things of that nature. And it's like, man, I, my, I, my dad is my Superman, but my dad is really helping make an impact. And I want to do something like that. I want to do something like mommy's doing, right? And that right there is, is so beneficial for um, not only him, but the people around him, right? Because you often see kids who have broken households or parents that aren't available have temperament issues, have, have something that teachers are going to be like, hey, we need your, you know, but now you're saying, bro, I'm able to show my son this. I'm able to make make sure that he knows that he's able to do whatever he he desires because of this. That's so, so beneficial, brother. It's so powerful that you say that he's able to do whatever he desires because of this. So earlier today, um, I was telling him that I'm about to go to the studio and podcast, and I wanted him to come with me. And he said, Dad, can I come with you? He said, are you podcasting tomorrow? And I said, yeah, we're podcasting tomorrow from three to five. He said, okay. He said, do you mind if I come with you tomorrow so that I can go spend the day with my cousin Cam today? And at the moment, I'm like, no, like, I want you to come spend the time with me. I want to be with you all day. Right. He was like, dad, I'll come with you tomorrow. I really want to come with you tomorrow. But today, I want to go spend some time with Cam. And at that moment, and my son's five. So at the moment, I'm like, hold up, what? This is crazy. He's growing so quickly. But at that same moment, I'm like, you have an opportunity to be the father that empowers your son's decisions and listens to him, or you have the opportunity to be that parent that you grew up with that do what I tell you to do. Right. So I was like, okay, great. You can go with Cam. And, you know, he's sleeping over there tonight. And it was beautiful. When I went over there, he was like, hey, dad, we're still podcasting tomorrow, right? Come on, man. And I really appreciate him saying that because it's like, oftentimes I have so much pressure to show up for him in everything. Mm -hmm. And I have pressure to, am I doing enough? Am I, am I, do I have him with me enough? Am I doing too much? Am I working too much? Am I not working enough? And I really appreciate the opportunity that I have that we communicate with each other and I don't communicate to him. Right. Times as black fathers, as just parents in general, we talk to our kids, but not with our children. We talk at our children, but not with our children. Yes. I, I and it's, it's crazy. I love being a dad. Mm. This is. True story. I wouldn't want it anywhere, anywhere else. Like, I really enjoy it. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that are parents because it's their responsibility and they feel like they got to show up for their kids. Right. But I really enjoy it, and this it's, is a it's one of the best feelings, man. It's like your little best friend. They they don't they don't realize it, but it's, it's so really dope, your best man. And, and you're it's, helping to mold somebody to help, you know, be a great citizen and and help, you know, shine their light. And and uh, it is a great feeling, brother, man. Go ahead, keep on. I, I share that same vibe, bro. <laughs> I didn't realize how much the education system failed me until I had a child. Mm. Kids will have you 
not knowing how to do anything. So it's like, they'll ask you like, dad, um, what's a refrigerator? Well, it's this. Okay, what does this do in the refrigerator? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Hey, I, it worked, man. It just worked, brother. I, I hate that I don't know the answer, but it's, you know, Ooh. then you're able to learn the answer together. And it's like, you're growing with your child. And it's not like you grow up and then you help your kid grow. You grow with your child. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel you, bro. Yeah. And every, I mean, man, my son gets my phone, like, daily and he learned something new I, he said alarm but he's, i told you my son's 15 months setting an alarm on my phone for three o'clock in the morning and it had birds chirping i'm looking around i woke up looking around <laughs> like did birds get in the house like what's going on my my guy set the alarm but like you're saying we're learning together i don't mm -hmm. want to be the son i don't want to be the father who's always strict and my way or the highway because my way i'm still learning Right. I'm not perfect. And we can learn together as a team. Right. We have a relationship. There's still some hierarchy, but I'm not. My ego is not big enough where I can't sit down and get eye level with you and listen and get your perspective as well. And I'm learning that it, it, I feel better that way. Right. I feel like I'm not your boss, but I'm your father, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm, your, and I'm always going to be there to support you. I'm always going to be over the, you know, we're, we're going to make this thing right together. Definitely. For you, what were you saying? No, I was just saying a lot of times we look at, you know, our children as I'm your boss, but instead of being the boss, be the builder. Ooh. You know, as I look through, and we just closed on a house that we built. As I look through the importance of the builder, the builder's laying the foundation. Right. The builder is identifying the pieces in the who's the people that will help construct the infrastructure on um, the infrastructure mm -hmm. um the builders identifying all of the different materials and resources that it will take to go into your house um the builders orchestrating and in, in, in essentially managing the overall project right look at our kids as if if we play the role as builders in our kids lives we identify the resources that our kids need we identify the mentors and the people that will help influence and expose our kids to the experiences that they need and mm -hmm. we'll help them and then we'll teach them the process of developing from ground up so that we can be able to construct this amazing piece of real estate bro you just went you just went crazy <laughs> you just went and i'm like what that's it. Well, what you just what you just described was you just closed on a house. You guys had to build that house to be what you dreamed of, right? You and your child, we talk about your goals, your dreams. We could write them down, right? This is what you want to do when you feel well, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to do this, right? Okay. Now we're going to get, hey, daddy got friends that are doctors. Exactly. We can call a doctor. Let's. You want to go? We can go shadow doctors. Daddy has professional athletes that may be friends. You want to? All right. You can go train with them, because I want to build you up to be what you envision, what you dream. Instead of just letting you go by the wayside and saying, "All right, let's figure this out." No, let's have some type of plan. Let's have some type of structure on getting you to your destination, and that's so valuable, bro. That's so valuable to, to think of it like that. Let's build you up to something 
not not just a regular old house. You 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 got bigger plans than that. Let's let's dream big, right? I I, I live by this quote. Um, Isai Isai Delacroix said, "Dream so big you can touch your imagination." Right? Dream so big you can touch your imagination. Go crazy. You want you want. I I want a five car garage. I want this. I want this. I want a pool. I want dream so big. That you can touch your imagination. You want to be the president of the United States. You got an opportunity. You can do something, right? I think, yo. So one thing that I did with my son <clears throat> that I think a lot of people don't talk about is a lot of times we build, we we create vision boards, right? Uh -huh. We the magazines and we rip out all the different things that we want in our lives, and then we put it on this poster board, and it probably sits under the the bed for the next six months. Just collecting dust. But it did is I got a bunch of magazines and I told my son, I was like, I want you, we're gonna play a game and here's some scissors. Everything that you like and everything that you want in your life, you cut out. So he built a vision board and I'm gonna give him the vision that he wants instead of the vision that I want. Because what's gonna have to happen is all of the nice things that he sees, now I'm gonna coach him through the process of what it takes to get that. Come on provide it for him or help him provide it. Right. And then I'm going to be able to show him that you can have the world. And then I'm going to, once we have everything, we're going to get new magazines and then dream bigger and then dream bigger and then dream bigger and continue to repeat this stuff until he can't dream big enough. And that's- Stop, stop right there. Bro. Oh, that's crazy. I want you to dream so big you can't dream big enough. Yeah. I, I I really want you to live your dreams, touch it. And touch and it. what you're doing is is cultivating that, right? Exactly. Hey, this this looks good, right? You like that, right? Okay, well, what about this? Okay, what's another step higher? And continue to leveling them up, man. That is that's a, a great strategy. If y'all y'all have children out there, man, if y'all don't take that tool right there, this it's a bonding moment, but it is ultimately <laughs> helping your child to envision that just going back to your to what you said earlier, when that guy said 10,000, I can't even see that. Well, shoot, we just made this. So you can see. Now you know. Now your vision needs to be a little bit clearer, but a lot bigger, right? Exactly. Because you know it's possible. Exactly. Right? And that's the same thing that you're instilling into your son. Man, that's that's dope, man. Um, I my, my kids, I don't want them to play with scissors yet. They, they're still young. <laughs> <laughs> but once they get to to, to your son's age, definitely want to implement that. That should that's gonna be a a, a daddy daughter daddy son time deal. Well, we're gonna do some arts and crafts. But man, that's that's so beneficial. Kyle, as we're about to wrap up, man, I, I we did, and I have so many stories, but we might have to get you on another time. But let's we get didn't it, even bro. talk about you your book writing, the art of telling the story, because we just went deep, bro. And, and it, it's so beneficial to have just a genuine conversation. Yeah. Right? Because I feel like there's so much more achieved when you're – yeah, there's a script written right here, y'all. I have so many questions to ask, Kyle. But when you just go off like that, man, that's that's so much valuable. That's when you get fooled. You don't just get, oh, that, that sounds good, that tastes good, and we got to skip to another. No, we really got fooled tonight. We got better tonight. If you guys were taking notes like I was suggesting – yeah, we got better tonight. No worries. I'm going to be able to share it on the Better as Possible podcast. I'm going to be able to share it a little bit later. But, yes, that's that's valuable. Um, 
with that being said, as we wrap up, Kyle, where can they find you? Where can we where can we learn how to write a book and tell our story? We're going to need a part two. You know it. Thank you. <laughs> tell them. Tell them. For the people in the back, we're going to need a part two. Where can they find you, Kyle? They need to be following you. And people can find upcoming events. On Instagram, Kyle S. King. Kyle S. King on Instagram. If you're on LinkedIn, find me on Kyle S. King. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, but I'm going to leave you all with one thing. If you lost your voice today and you couldn't speak anymore, what have you built that can speak for you? Right? I think there's a lot of things, and I said this the other day. A lot of times we focus on owning and building buildings. Right instead of passing down generational lessons that can keep those buildings up. So if you lost your voice today, this, this, this voice that allows you to podcast, this voice that allows you to give advice, this voice that allows you to communicate, express your emotions, this voice that allows you to interview, this voice that allows you to talk about, mm. uh, talk with the loved ones and tell them that you love them. If you lost your voice today, what have you built in your life that can speak for you? And that's that book. That's that story. And if you need help writing that book and getting that story out and continuing to have something that is physical, transcend through time and build that legacy so that your lessons, your advice, your experiences, your successes and your failures can continue to be passed down. Let me know and find out. Hey, if y'all ain't in Kyle's DMs right now, <laughs> I'm telling you, do it. Share sure. your story. Get your hands out your pockets and catch these blessings that are raining down on you, right? Catch, catch these blessings that you deserve. Kyle King, man, bro, the, show, the show's supposed to be over, but what <laughs> you just left right there, it's like, bro, we, hey, we hey, didn't want to go, but man, thank you. Thank you so much, Kyle, man. You know I love you, bro. You my family, man. I appreciate you for taking out the time. This is the Better Is Possible podcast. Kyle, you, you left us with something good, man. I don't, I don't even want to say much more, brother. I Thank y'all for tuning in to the Better Is Possible podcast. We'll see you next week, Monday, 10 p.m., each and every Monday, in the Better Is Possible show on BFAM 109.6 on Thursday at 10 p.m. at Truist Park. Kyle King, many blessings and much success to you, brother. We're going to be in contact. Your DMs need to be blowed up right now. <laughs> right now, man. Y'all know the motto, man. Better is possible. Good is not enough. So why not be great? Let's go.